0: coach t podcast and the nfl show is presented by turner sports training tst ladies and gentlemen yeah hey you know what time it is yeah you know what time it is (laughs) you are watching a master at work some people are probably like what time is it you know what time it is Mic check, mic check, one 2 one, 2 we are here. Welcome to the Coach T NFL show with Kyle and Hicks. We're ready to rock and roll. Kyle Hicks, how you guys doing?
1: Hey, man, you know, I'm living, I'm breathing, I'm here. You know, it's always a good day. How you fellas doing? I'm feeling
2: good, man. Uh, it does feel good, like you said, like uh, Kyle just said. You know, good to be here another day. I lost a good friend this weekend. So, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy every,
0: every bit of life I can. Man, sorry to hear that, man. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, life, man, the more, and we don't have to get too deep into things, but it's funny that you hit on that, man. It's, uh, I think life has been crazy for everyone uh, collectively for the last, you know, two years, basically. And it seems like kind of when it rains, it pours, man, but you're right about that, Hicks. The moment you kind of sit back and realize that, you know, life is short, man, you don't, you don't, you don't have a lot of time on this earth. You got to enjoy it while you can. You got to, Get people flowers while you can. You gotta tell people you love them when you can. All those things people tell you about, but you actually gotta take heed and actually do it. So, um, you fans out there, make sure you guys are doing that. I know that uh, that's something I try to do <clears throat> every day. Try to get a smile on my face and say hello to people and try to brighten their day somehow, some way. And it's not always the easiest, but at the end of the day, man, like, you know, like we say, life is too short. So enjoy the moments. You're breathing. Life life can't be that bad. So. So let's get rocking and rolling, man. Again, this is the Coach T NFL show. Talk to him. We're gonna begin with our Stock Up, Stock Down. We will go over our Stock Up team, our Stock Up player, and then our Stock Down team and our Stock Down player. This Stock Up, Stock Down segment is powered by the Coach T college football show with Mook, which airs weekly during the college football season on the TST network i'll begin here my stock up team i actually have a couple of them first and foremost my stock up team has to be the buffalo bills lost their first game and then proceeded to win their next two games 78 to 21. they won two weeks ago against miami and then last week they beat who did they play last week uh i don't know who they played play last week but uh they beat that team 43 to 21. so in the last eight quarters of football they've only given up three touchdowns. That's pretty darn good. They've truly had some dominant performances. Uh, I think Josh Allen is clearly back into the MVP race. I was a little sour on him after game one, but you can't overreact. After game one, I did that mistakenly, and he has proven me wrong. Shout-outs to Josh Allen there. My second team are the LA Chargers. Uh, they made good on my upset pick of the week last week. Hopefully fans, any of the guys that are, are, are viewing this show or listening to the show and they're writing down for their uh, for the weekly picks, I gave you guys that upset there, and and, and they they not only covered, but they actually did beat the Kansas City Chiefs as I expected. Herbert is also fulfilling my prediction that he would be a top-five quarterback of 2021. He's gotten off to a hot start. Uh, Stock down team, I got to go with the Seattle Seahawks. They are now 1-2, and and they are sitting at the bottom of the NFC West. Who would have thought that to begin the season? No one. They've lost their last two games after being up in both of those games at halftime. So their second half adjustments, they seemingly have none. I know Pete Carroll's a, a well-respected coach. He's a great coach, but they got to do something in those second halves to not squander leads. Uh, my stock up player, got a couple receivers here. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a former receiver myself, so I always got love for the for wide outs. Number one stock up player, Jamar Chase. Uh, do you guys remember just a few weeks ago where people clowned him about his statements regarding the difference between an NFL football and a, and a college football
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were just cold, I, giving him yeah. heat in general.
0: Yep. He he, he couldn't catch a cold. Um, and as Hicks would say, he couldn't catch COVID if he wanted to. Uh, maybe we shouldn't joke about that. But he, he couldn't catch anything, man. And, and and lo and behold, a few weeks later, the kid has 11 catches in, uh, in three games. He's averaging 20 yards per catch, and he has four touchdown receptions. Now, the Bengals, they are atop of the AFC North. Go figure. Um, and then another receiver I have, Mike Will made it. Mike Williams, man. He's got he had seven catches last week for 122 yards and two tutties um, in the big win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Stock down player, I gotta go with. Sorry, sorry, uh Kyle here. I gotta go with Jonathan Taylor. He was my top flex preseason 2021 in fantasy. And now this is more of circumstances around Taylor. The coach are now 0-3. Carson Wentz is hurt again. Um Quentin Nelson, he he was ruled out uh a lower leg injury last game he he may be out for a few more weeks that never helps a running back when when uh arguably the best guard in football is out taylor's rushing attempts have decreased each week so things are not really looking good in indy right now so that's my stock up stock down hicks i want you to go next
2: my stock up player is and i i'm gonna give this person a stock up because i've been kind of talking bad about this team Um, But they've been finding a way to do something. And that's Devontae Adams. So, Devontae Adams, even though I was really thinking the Packers wouldn't be very good this year, somehow he's still number four in the league for receiving right now through the first three weeks uh, with 309 yards. And then this week alone, he was the leading receiver in the league. He had 132 on 12 receptions. And it's hard sometimes, especially think of all the controversy. Think of not even having Rodgers there. of just and he even opted out of it he or he was saying that he made like one to get his contract too so i think that um with all the turmoil going on there for him to still be performing it's pretty big time to me so that's my stock up player um my stock down player i would say uh it's tough um but i think it's gonna be jalen hurts <laughs> i hate to say that man but it, especially as an eagles fan he just did he looks so um, unprepared and uh compared like obviously Dak Prescott is a veteran and you know knows what he's doing but to see uh Dak come off that injury and then have the game uh studied so well and be like uh calling audibles and making plays and um, it just seemed like uh, it was hard for uh, Jalen to really even that, that same spark that the Eagles had the first game and everybody looked like it was going to be real good. Now, of course, um, the offensive line was messed up. Um, but I don't know. I just, I feel like it wasn't a good performance to me. So, and maybe that's just me being hurt as the Eagles fan. I feel like my stock went down on him this week. My team stock up. I, I'm going to go again. And I think this was my, I don't know if this was my stock up team last week, maybe it was somebody else's. Um, but the Oakland Raiders, man, I don't know how mm-hmm. they keep coming back again and getting these wins. Like uh, they're just playing really good football right now. I know that uh, Derek Carr is still leading the NFL in passing yards. He has twelve hundred three passing yards right now. That's more than Brady. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he, he's doing <laughs> it pretty big. I, and we don't even know his receivers. Like think of think of all the people Brady's going to, and think of who Derek Carr's going to. You know what I mean? True. Uh, so it, it's kind of tough um, for, to even think about that. But uh, their, their defense is playing pretty good as well. They're kind of in the middle of the league right now as far as like total yards allowed. Um, but, it, you know, it, they're one of the better teams, I think, against the rush. Um, and it, it, I think this is all kind of coming together right now. Uh, they, they're only allowing 120 yards on the ground. Um, so, I mean, there is a lot of teams doing better than that. But I don't know. I just feel like the Raiders are are making a lot of headway. They're somewhere kind of in the middle of the league. That's why. Because they're just coming up with these wins. So that's my stock up team. Um, my stock down team, man. Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know how they uh mm-hmm, drop mm-hmm, it at mm-hmm. the Chargers. That's mm-hmm. just tough, man. They're, they're really uh, just not playing that great right now. I know, you know, they are um, pretty high up for... Um total yards allowed and, you know, they have a lot of yards allowed from their defense. You know, they've given up twelve hundred ninety six yards. That's the that's the second most in the league. So it's kinda uh, it's rough over there for them right now. And I think uh, Mahomes and
0: the rest of the gang gotta try and figure out what's going on. Bottom of their division, Kansas City wow. Chiefs. Who would have guessed that? Told y'all. I would not have. Told y'all. Super it. Bowl hangover.
1: Yep, you so smart. All right. So <laughs> stop
0: it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So basically for mine, um, my stock up team, uh, Terrence, you basically took it out of my mouth. I got the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Um, they're looking really, really good. Um, first off, their line is blocking for once. Okay. That we did not see that scene like at all last year. Um, I think they actually, uh, Joe Burrow, he was only pressured, I think twice the entire game um something like that so so they're playing really well um their defense also had four sacks and had a record uh what was it 17 quarterback hurries i believe in that game Mm. versus the steelers so Mm. um so they're so i think their their stock is just continuously rising they're playing real well joe burrow seems to be getting more comfortable every single week um so that's gonna be my stock up team
0: top of the afc north
1: yeah oh yeah absolutely they're leading that they're leading that right now and um it sounds like their plan is, is to keep up that keep up that um you know keep up what they're doing so for sure so, so I like what I like. I like what I'm seeing from them, uh, my stock down team, um, kind of going with you Hicks too. It's the Eagles, man. Um, after that, like, like you said, after that first win, um, they just have not been able to get anything going. They haven't been able to stop anything. And honestly, if you look with them being one and two right now, their next four games, they got the Chiefs, the Panthers, the Bucks, and the Raiders. All right, three of those four are are probably going to be part of you know some people's top five things like that. So um they got a rough you know in in these next four games i mean going from one what is that one and eight i mean that that'd be tough you know so i think it's a true possibility with them so that's why i'm gonna go with with the eagles is my stock down which again does hurt me because i do like hurts now stock up player i'm actually gonna have three okay and the reason for this is because there were three nfl records broken this last weekend Mm, all right talk to me um yeah so we had justin tucker all right 66 yard field goal he's my he's one of my stock up players um it hit right off the crossbar it was perfect it obviously i think it was versus lions right um that's his hey, stop it, yes it was a good yeah, you, know, you know that typical line line <laughs> fashion you know lose that game that way but um you know if you're, good, if you're gonna break your nfl record that was standing for i think just a few years but still broke it you gotta have your stock going up
0: he's um, the greatest kicker of all time he has to
1: dude, be dude i mean him has to be benitary and yeah. i don't even know you could argue crosby maybe I think Tom Jason
0: Hanson, J- Jason Hanson, formerly of my okay, Detroit Lions, yeah. played twenty-two right, years. You're
1: right. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary Anderson, right?
1: Oh yeah, yep. yeah he was good. Um, up there. But anyway, yeah. So Justin Tucker, he's gonna be one of my stock of players. I also have Josh Allen, who we already mentioned. The record that he broke actually was this was his fifth career game where he had four touchdowns and over three hundred yards. A okay? dog. Yeah, and that actually, uh, that actually breaks uh, Jim Kelly's record, old record, which was four. So he got his fifth one there. Um, he's barely just starting there, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's going up as well. And then again, you kind of already mentioned it, but Jamar Chase, um, the record that he actually broke was, um, he is the youngest player ever at 21 years old to have four touchdowns in their first three games, okay? And you know whose record he broke? Randy Moss. Rand-
0: I was just going to say Randy Moss. You know Moss. what I'm saying? Come sounds on. Sounds like now, a Randy bro. stat. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yep. so those are going to be my stock up players for um, you know, for this week. And then finally, my stock down player. Again, I kind of have two on this as much as it hurts. I, mean, I feel your pain, Hicks. Carson Wentz, man. Um, I, as much as, I mean, he's just not healthy. He just can't stay healthy. He, mm-hmm. he looks so, so good. Everything, all the hype going around him this summer. But um, until you can get healthy, yeah, I, I'm worried. Let's just say that. Um and then my other stock down, which I actually have some real reason for, Taylor Heineke. Um now this one might be a little unfair, okay, because I mean he's only had a few starts. Um was an X- XFL guy, I believe, right? So um mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be okay. All right, but just from what we saw, I mean he's throwing bad, he threw like two really bad picks last week. Um he, he now he does have some grit, some toughness. I mean he was taking some shots. He even had a had a good long um not long but a good run diving into the touchdown. So I see some some things I like from him, but just the just, there's just some choices that you a high school quarterback can't be making, man, that he's doing. So um so that's gonna be my stock down player, and those are my stock up, stock downs.
0: Gotcha. Tyler Heineke? Is that is that how we're saying it. Heineke. I sure mean he look, team, right? yeah, look, there's a reason why. He was an XFL quarterback. There was a reason why I'm pretty sure his name's Taylor though. Taylor, yeah, yes, Taylor. not Tyler. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he must not be that good. I can't even remember his first name. <laughs> so, t- Taylor Heineke. There's a reason why he was in in the XFL. He wasn't even a starter in the XFL when he played. And then there's a reason why he went to to o, ODU, Old Dominion. Like no knock on anyone. Any no no hate on o, ODU, but. I mean, you typically don't get quarterbacks out of ODU. That's not a quarterback factory for a reason. So, I think we'll look up, you know, five years from now and say, "Hey, remember, remember the Washington football team? Remember Taylor Heineke? Remember he played for them? Like, I think he's going to be one of those guys. Hopefully, he has a long career. But I think, honestly, he's he's a at best a career backup. But you know, he best was of luck to kind him. of
2: like a, a a little bit of a phenom in college because he was like. Yeah, they had the a couple
0: upsets. Point. They had a couple upsets over some teams. I know they beat yeah, Virginia had, Tech like, with the them. The most yards, the
2: most something. He's, you know who he really reminds me of? Um, if you remember this guy, he um, played for Houston and played for the Vikings. Um, and he actually went to uh, the University of Houston. And his name was – oh, I just had his
0: name. Corn? Uh, um, you know. um, no. Um, who was it? I know what you're talking about. Now it makes me know what um, uh, Case Keenum, that's who it is. Case, Case Keenum. Keenum. Case Keenum.
2: So Case he, Keenum. he 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 kind of gives me that feel um, of like, and Case Keenum didn't really have a ton of success in the, in the NFL either. He bounced around a lot, um, and he and he had spurts of like looking okay, but mm-hmm. that's what Taylor Heineke really was like a Case Keenum, yeah. somebody who had success on kind of a but like a weird not asterisk or. I, I just can't describe it. It's almost like a, a
0: fluke. Not, not yeah, in in the in the in the realm of the the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick type of type of level of player. Like he may somewhere. bounce around a little bit, you know. He he, he he have a flash here and there. Then he'll look bad here and there. They'll stick. They'll stick around the league. I mean, honestly, like I said, I I think the best thing for Taylor Heineke, and hopefully I'm wrong, but I I just feel like you know, five, 10 years from now. He'll be a backup somewhere, but he'll make some money, you know. And he actually he, played,
2: you know, he played in the NFL previously and had. Played. Did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So when he started, um, when uh, the I forgot who the Washington Football Team quarterback was that went down, um, but when he started that game, that was actually his second start. That was the second um, time playing in the NFL, and the first gotcha. time before that was like four years before that. So he. I don't
0: this 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 is this is a lot of uh, Taylor Heineke talk. I'm sure the fans. I don't know why I'm, I know so much
2: about Taylor Heineke. <laughs> yeah, just, he just really reminds me of Case. He's like a football well,
0: player. You 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 can be the 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 uh, president of his fan clubs because uh, he's trash. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think a lot of fans came to the show to, to listen to Taylor Heineke. But again, best of luck to him. I'm sure, he's a great guy. Uh, all right, next segment talk to him. um we're going to do our top five power rankings special shout out to marco trivinovich in the proof barn eatery in griffith indiana so i'll begin here um clearly again this is our top five teams currently just as a reference point uh, coach t my top five teams of last week i had number five the uh san francisco 49ers number four was the denver broncos Number three were the Arizona Cardinals. Number two, L.A. Rams. And number one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, this week, okay, I have number five, or coming in at number five, I have the Las Vegas Raiders, who are new to my top five. I have still at number four, the Denver Broncos. At number three, I still have the Arizona Cardinals. And I flip-flopped one and two, my second overall team in my power power rankings are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are down one spot and who moves up into that spot are the LA Rams who clearly just beat the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, The most surprising team here, the team that has jumped the most for me are the Las Vegas Raiders. I talked about this team preseason. Um, I thought they would have a pretty good year. Um, They're getting off to a really good start. Now, the thing I will say, I will preface it by saying, they are, and I think Hicks, you hit on it. They're kind of a middle of the pack team, stats wise. But in terms of, and this is a stat that most people don't think about, especially as they, you know, as, as the year wraps up, you think about who are the good teams, who are the bad teams. A lot of time it comes down to the, the teams that win in close games or the teams that win in one score games. The Las Vegas Raiders, are happening. they're happening to do that this year when. You know, you, you do a 180 or last year, they were they had a bunch of close games or one score games We say loss. So that's really a lot of times the difference with with these NFL teams like they're not necessarily they're so great or they're doing something that's just entirely different than the year before. It's simply that in the close games, when it really matters, they're the, they're able to make the big play. They're able to make the big stop. They're able to do something that puts them over the top to get the win in a close game. And honestly, I, if I had to project um, over the next few weeks, I probably see you know next four games. I probably see the Las Vegas Raiders, you know, going 500, going two and two at best. I could be wrong, and hopefully, I am. But you know, when when a team is middle of the pack stats wise, they're not really uh, spectacular on e- on any side of the ball. Quarterback's playing really, really well, but other than that, they're not super spectacular. I just feel like, you know, at some point in time, those close games are going to, you know, go the other way for them. Denver Broncos, i talked about them. They've been great on all sides. I cannot wait until that matchup with the Ravens this week, which we'll hit on later. Arizona Cardinals, most unstoppable offense and probably the top guy for the MVP right now. And and Kyler Murray Um, and then, you know, Tampa Bay and the Rams. I just flip flop those two teams because to me, they're still the most two most complete teams in the NFL and, uh, you know, Rams won the matchup, so I had to put them over the top. My honorable mentions would be the Baltimore Ravens, two words there, Lamar Jackson, Carolina Panthers, who are now 3-0, uh, Green Bay Packers, who are looking mighty scary right now, and they're 2-1. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are also 2-1, and and I-, I talked about them previously. The teams that are sliding for me, you guys hit on them, Kansas City Chiefs. I don't want to toot my own horn, but they're now one and two when they're last in their division. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have absolutely no offense, and I hate to say this because their offensive coordinator, ironically enough, was my offensive coordinator at Indiana University in college, Uh, and that's Matt Canada. So I think they'll get some things turned around. They, They cannot protect the quarterback, and they can't run the ball so that is a recipe for disaster especially in the nfl it's a recipe for disaster in peewee football but you you going against you know grown men that are 300 pounds and they run four fours when you can't protect and you can't run the ball you gonna have a lot of problems so hopefully matt canada and that offense for the steelers they get it going because that team does have a lot of talent all right next for the power rankings we will go with kyle
1: yes sir so um just real bit you said well, who'd you have at five and four
0: uh five and four i had las vegas raiders at five and denver broncos at four
1: and then cardinals at
0: three and then i had then i had cardinals
1: the buccaneers and the rams yeah, okay um okay so yeah so my top five it's going to be very very similar um looks like we just kind of switched up two other ones and number five i actually have the broncos I do think they're looking okay. But if you actually look at their records, um, they, they were all, honestly kind of in the same boat with the Panthers for me, where they are in one of the last five teams. Um But they beat the Jags, the, uh, the Jets, and the Giants, okay? So it was really nothing too impressive, to be honest with me, so that's why. But I still like Teddy Bridgewater. I still think they're looking really good. Um, just I don't. I didn't feel comfortable putting higher than five. Um, number four again then switching them I have uh, the Raiders they seem to always find a way to win um this season I think that's very Gruden like to be honest and um I think I think it seems like every single game um that they come into they believe they're the underdogs they've got chip on their shoulder and that's how they're playing man so um I like them at number four and the rest of it's basically the same I got number three at the Cardinals uh, to Tampa Bay, won the Rams. Obviously they, um, like you said, they won that matchup. So you gotta put them above that. Tampa Bay was was the only defeated team, um, you know, a team with a loss in this top five for me. And last week being an undefeated team was like the the main thing that you had to have to be in my top five. Um, but when you lose to, again, the Rams, which is ranked number one, Tom Brady the GOAT, there's no way I could have them out of this top five. Um, so yeah, so basically, most mostly for the same reason like you said, Terrence. Um, I, I'm, that's my top five: one, Rams; two, Tampa Bay; three, Cardinals; four, Raiders; and five, Broncos. Now, my honorable mentions I had, I really really like the Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert went off this last week too. That kid is is going to be something legit. Man. I legit. Mean, Yeah, he's e going to be a player. Um, I think the Chargers have found their guy. I think it's funny they went from Philip Rivers to Justin Herbert. You know, which though. Might have another 10, 15 years of the same quarterback again. Um, though this one's looking like it might go a little farther. So, and the other, also the other ones, Cowboys, man. I mean, their only losses obviously was to Tampa Bay, um, where they barely lost that. Their Dak was playing out of his mind. Ceedee Lamb playing great. Their defense, their I think defense. A little, Thank you. I, I think, I think just they're they're interesting. To me, it wasn't as impressive as I think they can be, but I think that's just because of how stacked they are, man. Like they just have household name at every single position. Yeah. Um, yeah. So saying that, yeah. So saying that, they're gonna be one of my honorable mentions as well.
2: Love it, Hicks. Who you got? Good. Yeah, so good. my top five good. is gonna be a little bit different, um, which is okay, right? We want to have some diversity. Oh numbers, yeah, we so, want
0: variety uh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so
2: number five is the Raiders. I think that they're a good team. They're the number one offense right now. Um, they beat a, a you know a funny Steelers team. Um they beat the Dolphins, who are kind of mm, I don't know what they what they got going on. Uh, but they're a good team. They got the stats. Um, they beat the Ravens in the close one. That was week one, which I, I don't really don't know about week one games, but that's still a good win versus Lamar um, and his athleticism. But um, so I have the Raiders number five, I have the Cardinals number four. They have their most marquee win being that Tennessee win, obviously. But, again, that was week one. So, it's kind of a here or there. They had a close one with the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Like, they did win. But, you know, kind of they got the field goal at the end. And um, I don't know about that Vikings team. And Kirk Cousins was really on and off. And then their last one was with the Jaguars. But they still are kind of – they're a high-powered offense. And they look like they're ready to go. Um, my number three team is Buffalo. Now, they do have a loss in the first – game versus the Steelers but again it's week one it's the Steelers it's Big Ben it's Mike Tomlin Um, now after that they came and put 35 up on the Dolphins and made them goose egg so that to me (laughs) is a very strong win Um, and then they go into Washington and put up 43 which again I think shows that this team can really be a, a threat and not only that yeah I'm giving them a little bit of a chip from last year being in the AFC title game so they're My good, man. The number two team is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, obviously, they came off a loss to the Rams. Um, but like I kind of said on the show, I, I knew they would lose. Tom Brady would yell at people. And He didn't yell as much as I thought he would. Um, they just, you know, are, I don't know, they're picking up. They just signed Josh Gordon. About to, mm-hmm. They signed Richard Sherman. Um, they beat a good Cowboys team. They beat a funny Rams team that, you know, that like, again, they just think. But I said Rams, the Falcons team that just stinks. But the Rams team that they just lost to is, you know, probably the best team in the league, which is why I have them as my number one team. Um, They they have solid wins against the Bears, the Colts, and now Tom Brady, which you know just goes to show. So I think they'll have a big test coming up next week versus the Cardinals, Um, and you know we'll we'll really get to kind of see that uh, really good defense. When it has uh, another high-powered offense on the other side of the field to go along, you know, I mean, and as well as their high-powered offense. So, um, my teams that are kind of, I guess, on the honorable mention on the cusp, uh, of course, are the Cleveland Browns. I think that they will be a better team.
0: Yeah, uh, shout honestly. out to the Browns, man. Yeah, the shout Browns, out to the Browns.
2: They're they having a tough go at it right now. I know, um, but I think that uh, you know, through, when the season. Through the season, we'll see them be a little bit better. Um, the next game versus the Vikings, so um, they lost that first one at the Chiefs. With the Chiefs, are obviously a good team, but they, I, I feel like the Browns are going to be coming along here pretty soon. Well, um, if,
0: if if they can rush the passer like they did against the Bears, and they had nine sacks. They're going to be tough to beat, man.
2: Right. So, the, and then I guess uh, another honorable mention team that I have is the Chargers. Like they did take a loss to you know a close loss at the Cowboys. But now that we saw the Cowboys put a lot of points up on the Eagles and be a good team, um, it look, that's not looking as bad. You know, they held up them to, seven, to 20 points. Um, and then they just beat the Chiefs. So that, that, to me, goes a long way. So those are the two teams that I think are honorable mention.
0: Yeah, good stuff, man. I, I'm i looking at each of our top fives. I know we all we all have the Rams, we all have the Buccaneers, we all have the Cardinals um you don't have the broncos hicks but kyle do you have the broncos or no uh,
1: yeah they're number five for me okay
0: and then we all have the raiders yeah yes yeah see okay. the broncos
2: to me just beating those teams that are all yet to have won is just a big yeah. imaginary friend to and me and, and, and that was my
0: that, that was my question that was my question what team seemed like a fluke
1: yeah, I I agree, Hicks. Man, i would for sure say the Broncos. Like like I said, it, I, when I was sitting here writing my top five, I didn't even know who to really put between the Broncos, Chargers, Cowboys, and the uh, and the Panthers. Now the. and and it really is because of it's what have you done with me lately i mean we're going power we're going power rankings after week three you know we're not going power rankings after weeks 14 so that's the only reason why i put the broncos in there and then because i think that their wins were just a little bit better than the panthers um and then obviously those other two just they had a loss you know so so if i'm going fluke which i'd for sure go the broncos
0: the broncos have beaten the the jets the giants and the jaguars so, see, yeah, see, the the Panthers have beaten
2: the Jets as well, but they've also beaten the Saints, which who had a good showing, mm-hmm. and they beat the Texans. Now, it was with David Mills, but it's a win. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I, honestly, that's why I like doing the Power Fives, the the Power Rankings, because to me, like you said, Kyle, like doing this this early in the season, I think it really just gives us perspectives that. You know week to week anything can happen in the nfl clearly and teams can move up and down like they're a player two away from either being three and oh or oh and three and that goes back to the point we made earlier about about the raiders like to me and i even hit on it i i did think they would have a good year they're having a good year but you, you flip a couple plays around you know they're one and two oh and three so it, a lot of times in the NFL, and fans, I want you to pay attention to this. A lot of times in the NFL, it comes down to the close matchups and who can actually win the close games. And if you're a fan of a team and they can win close games, then you should feel pretty good about this team because it, they're not going to be a lot of blowouts in the NFL. That's just not how it goes. Uh, so I, I like doing that. I think it gives perspective for the fans to kind of see how we're thinking, how we how we rank th- how we rank teams. You know, what's the pecking order for, for what we think is valuable for for a football team, for a franchise. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's good. I, I, I'm i excited to see clearly what happens in week four and then what happens moving forward throughout the season. It's going to be a wonderful NFL season. It already is already ultra exciting. And uh, I'm looking forward to just keeping this going. Talk to them. Next segment, we're going to do the pick the winner segment. I, should, I actually thought about renaming this Who You Got because I listened back to the episode. That's all I say. You know, Hicks, Who You Got? Kyle, Who You Got? But uh, we're going to call this Pick the Winner. These will be our week four matchups. This is powered by the Hobart Basketball Skills Academy. A new addition to Pick the Winner, we would do, and I don't know why we haven't done this before, but we would do a game of the week along with our upset of the week, our blowout of the week, our highest scoring game of the week, and our lowest scoring game of the week. So the first matchup that we have, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are minus seven and a half point favorites and the over under is 46 points. A few trends here. Jacksonville is two and five straight up in their last seven games against Cincinnati. Cincinnati is six and two against the spread in their last eight games at home. Cincinnati is also five and two straight up in their last seven games when playing Jacksonville. Kyle, who do you have?
1: Yeah, so this one's gonna be a little pretty easy for me. I'm gonna go Cincy. Um, they obviously are my stocked up team. They're playing phenomenal right now. Um, have a lot more. I mean, I think just overall they're the better team. Jacksonville, um, Trevor Lawrence. They, it's funny. It, there's. It's so unusual to sit a first round draft like quarterback nowadays. Don't and, say it. And, and Don't say it. No, no, no. I'm not saying to oh, sit them. Okay. I'm not. No. Okay. Not nothing okay. like that. Nothing like that. I'm just <laughs> saying like it, it's so. Well, you got to
0: play them, basically. Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying. Like, it's almost yeah. like you you were forced to play these guys, and you I feel are. like, it, and I feel like if it wasn't that case, Trevor Lawrence would have had a lot better start to his career than he has now. You know, um, now there there's something like I, I think I heard on maybe Good Morning Football or something like that to where um, since 08, I think it was. Um, uh, butt fumble. Matt uh, uh,
0: Sanchez, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Yes, him and, and I can't remember
1: who else? But they guys, those two rookies, quarterbacks basically got, got drafted, started from week one, made the playoffs. Ever since that's happened, that has been the expectation. And if you don't do that, you're a bust now. So um, I just think there's a lot going on there. Um, so I'm going to go Cincinnati. I do think they're just a the better team.
2: Uh, I'm definitely going to go Cincinnati. So, um, I mean, the Jags are just playing terrible. They're, they're giving up 30 points a game right now. And Trevor Lawrence has seven interceptions in the fourth week of the season. So, I'm going Bengals.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll be a fool to take the Jaguars here. I'm with you guys. I'm going with the Bengals. Um, you know, looking to the future, some could argue that, you know, Trevor Lawrence will have the better career between these two quarterbacks. But right now, Joe Burrow is a more seasoned quarterback and only a second year. And he has more of a grasp of what the NFL game is. Um, And again, you guys hit on it. Cincinnati Bengals are playing really well. They are a team on the rise and uh, you know, they're atop top of the AFC North right now. And I don't see the and I don't see the Jacksonville Jaguars slowing them down one bit. So give me the give me the Bengals here. Next matchup, we have the Washington football team visiting. The Atlanta Falcons Washington football team is minus one and a half point favorites and 48.5 points is the over under Washington is four and one straight up in their last five games on the road. Atlanta, however, is five and oh straight up in their last five games when they play Washington and the total has gone over in four of Atlanta's last five games when they play at home against Washington. So Kyle pick the winner.
1: Yeah, so um, honestly, that overstat doesn't surprise me because I'm sure Atlanta's uh, over under numbers probably been pretty low pretty recently. So um, with this one, this one's tough, man, especially since both the both of the trends are going uh, basically against each other. I'm going to go Washington. I mean, I believe in defense. I think the guy, I don't think Atlanta's line is going to be able to handle Washington's D-line. Um, I also, I think, I mean, it's Matty Ice, or should I say? I don't even know how to, how to do that again, but... He, he ain't playing so icy, all right? So, no, no. Um, and, I, and again, I know on this show, I mean, me, at least me personally, I talk about quarterbacks a lot. Um, but again, they're the guys that have the ball every single play. So they're the franchise. Uh, yeah, they're the whole franchise, man. So um, with that, until they hit that quarterback fix, which, hey, they, they won last week, all right? They got the dub there, but it was just really against the Giants, um, who I think aren't the best this year, but we'll see. But in this, I'm going to go Washington. I'm going to go the better defense.
2: Okay. I am definitely gonna go Washington too, um, and just because Atlanta just hasn't played great. Like they, 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 I don't know. They barely kind of beat um, the Giants, which the Giants are a trash, trash team. They got smoked by Tampa Bay, of course. They lost to my Eagles, and they just—I um, don't know—they're not doing a lot right now. Even though technically Washington's giving up more yards per game than the Atlanta defense but i think they probably i'm mean, not that they face better competition um but i don't know for some reason they've just they've just given it up a little bit more but uh, at the end of the day Matt Ryan isn't the guy i think he once was i mean t- uh, taylor tyler taylor Heineke. <laughs> he has actually Heineken's. more touchdowns yeah Heineken. he has more touchdowns <laughs> right now than matt ryan and um I, I just think that it speaks badly of the middle. And so uh, I'm going to go with Washington.
0: Yeah, this is, I mean, if you talk about a poop fest of a game, this is like the worst matchup of the week. Um, but surprisingly enough, something is telling me to take Atlanta. So I'm going to take the home team. Give me the Atlanta Falcons. I have absolutely no reason to pick the Falcons. And quite honestly, I, I would have absolutely no <laughs> reason to pick to pick the Washington football team. But I'm going to go with the home team. Washington is a one and a half point favorite here. So if they were at home, they would be about a four and a half point favorite. And to me, it's, it's a toss up, you know, in Vegas and NFL standards, it's a toss up. And I just see Atlanta looking like, hey, we're 0-3. We got a veteran quarterback. We're at home. we in Atlanta. If we're trying to party or hang out or trying to have a good time in Atlanta, we can't go on 4. we can't. And I just see there, for some reason, I know, I see their defense making it very tough. They don't have a good defense now, but I, for whatever reason, I see Atlanta's defense making it tough for our boy Heineke. So, man, give, give me the Falcons, man. They got to win. They got to win a game at some point. At some point, they got to win. Give me the Falcons in this matchup.
1: I just forgot to say, uh, this is also going to be my lowest score game of the week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fitting. Fitting. <laughs> okay. Good, so so Kyle sees this as a very low-scoring game there. Uh, again, the over-under for this matchup is, where is it, 48 and a half points. Yeah, that's way too high. That's way yeah. too high. Um, next game, we have Houston Texans visiting our, I'm going to say our, because we all love this team, Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills are... The highest highest spread on the board. The Bills are 15 and a half point favorites. Over under is 48 points. Houston is 5 and 1 straight up in their last 6 games when they play Buffalo. The total has gone under in 5 of Houston's last 6 games when they play against the Bills. The Bills are 8 and 1 straight up in their last 9 games at home and the Bills are 10 and 2 straight up in their t- last 12 games overall. So they're obviously if they they've been dominant all thanks to uh all thanks to josh allen so kyle pick the winner
1: yeah so this one um so there's a couple a couple different things um one that buffalo's eight and one straight up in their last nine games at home um what that one loss was steelers week one correct
0: um i would assume so yes that that has to be the one correct yeah
1: okay um so yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go Buffalo. There's just no way I can go with Houston. Um, i just not in good conscience. But I, saying that, I will say I do believe Houston covers. Um, I do think it's going to be a little closer. I, I think the scores will be closer than what the game is actually is. Um, but Houston can score some points. I think the fact that Buffalo's 15 and a half points is uh, favorite. I think that just might be a little too high. I know it's on a betting show, but, um, I, Buffalo gets the dub, but they, I don't think they win by 15 and a half.
0: So you trust Davis Mills?
1: N- not that keep I it don't within two trust
0: touchdowns,
1: him, or, or not that I trust him necessarily. Um, and okay let me let me rephrase that davis mills now
0: listen okay? to me Seriously, davis mills
1: no i get you i get you Okay. and i wouldn't be don't get me wrong i wouldn't be surprised if they win by by 30 okay i'm just saying it is a possibility okay yeah. um Houston guys i mean they got a little some pretty good veterans in there um i i think i think they can they can get one or two wins that they're not supposed to this year
2: i'm going to go with the bills um i think that it's, they win big. I think this is the biggest blowout of the week. Um, the, the Bills, I mean, I don't know. They they just came off a good win against a good defense in Washington. Well, even though they haven't been actually look, looking that good, they're supposed to be good. So, um, but they, they, you know, were able to put up big numbers against that Washington defense. And then you got to thank the Texans, they scored nine points against Carolina. So, um, and then they let Sam Darnold put up 24 points so I just think Josh Allen's going to come up here and um, just air it out and I'm going Bills bid.
0: yeah I'm going Bills here as well obviously this is a pick the winner segment it's very easy to pick the Bills here I mean almost 16 point you know more than a two touchdown point favorite here it's also easy to take the Bills as a blowout of the week but I actually have a uh, it's a little bit of a teaser. I have, I have another game that I think is going to be a blowout. And, and it's I think it's going to be a little surprising for you guys. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm going to take the bills here. I don't think the Texans have any answer. And again, Davis Mills, that was a quarterback, a rookie quarterback. We, 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 we We've talked about all the talented, high drafted rookie quarterbacks and how they've been struggling. Davis Mills is not even in the same breath of those guys. So how is he going to fare against a team that was in the equivalent of, you know, the NFL's final four just a few months ago last season. So, I mean, this will be a blowout. This won't be anything close. Uh, But again, I have, I have my biggest blowout of the week, which I will preview later. So stay tuned. All right. Next game. We have my Detroit lions against the Chicago bears. The Bears are three-point favorites in 42 points, and the over-under is set at 42 points. The total has gone over in four of Detroit's last five games on a road. The total has gone over in nine of Detroit's last 13 games overall. Chicago is 5-1 and one straight up in their last six games against Detroit, and the total has gone under in 15 of Chicago's last 20 games at home. Kyle, pick the winner.
1: Yeah, baby. All right, so Mr. Terrence, you're gonna love this, baby. This is my upset pick of yes, the week, Mr. Yes, the Detroit yes. Lions. They're gonna go yes. up in the Soldier Field. It's so
2: cold in the business.
1: D. Yes, sir. So yeah, hey. So I I think Detroit, the the fact that they had a really almost beat um almost beat the the Ravens. Obviously, if he doesn't break the NFL record, they win that game. Um, I, I still love their coach. I love just the, the mentality they have over there. It's a the Detroit Lions. They got a lot to work on, but I think they win multiple games this year. I do. It's not going to be many, but it's going to be more than multiple. one. All right? more,
0: more than one. fans.
1: Yeah, Thank it's going to be more than one. All right. And I think this is going to be one of those um, Dude, Justin Fields. Oh, my God. He had an average of 0.78 seconds last week to build the ball. Point seven eight, so that's literally that's set high. Boom, ball's gone or you're sacked. All right, um, that whole mm-hmm. line was just played atrocious. All right, um, and I don't know. I just got a good feeling. I, I, I think the um, like I said, they'll win a few games. And I think this might be the one big rivalry, and uh, Lions go come in there and they're gonna get ready to go. So I'm gonna go Detroit in my upset pick of the week. Welcome
0: to Detroit City. Eh? <laughs> Welcome to Detroit City. Hey, by the way, in in Detroit, a uh, little bit of a side note, a little bit of a tangent, but. Eminem uh, is opening this week. He's opening a quote-unquote his restaurant, Mom Spaghetti. And if you know anything about his famous song, you know Stop, Vomit already. Yes. Mom Spaghetti. He's nervous and on the surface he look calm and ready to drop bombs. Yeah. So he's, yes, he's opening. It. Yeah, he's he's opening Mom Spaghetti's restaurant. So I thought that was really dope. So you know Detroit got to show out, man. And then wow. after the game we all go celebrate at at uh Mom Spaghetti.
1: Yes, let's
0: wow. go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pick, okay. pick the well,
2: I mean, who else? I mean, how can I follow that up other than saying I think Detroit might win too, especially because. We uh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Khalil Mack is out. So I think that's big. You know what I mean? Um, and this team did show a lot of fight last week uh, against Lamar Jackson, who's a really good quarterback in the NFL, much better than a Justin Fields who um, got put to sleep last week by, I mean, a great, great Cleveland defense. But um, still, I think that, you know, Detroit, This the Baltimore game just showed uh, something, I think, of containing probably the most um, explosive guy in the NFL right now. They did give up 35 points for Green Bay. I gave a 41 to San Francisco but those were you know kind of the San Francisco game is not super close but they're kind of still there either way I'm going to Detroit I'm going yeah, to Detroit yeah
0: either way these, yeah either way both of these teams are crap uh let's be honest and you know quite frankly yes as well just to preface it this is also my upset pick of the week which I'm, I'm actually a little shaky on now it seems like that's kind of a you know, a public, a square, a square pick. But I'm sticking with it, man. The Lions have been these, you know, granted slightly, but they've been a slightly better team. They know who the quarterback is. And you guys mentioned it. They've been much more competitive this season. And what was it, 1.78 seconds that Justin Fields has had, you know, to throw the ball last No, not even
1: one. Not Not even even one? one. 0.78.
0: Okay, 0.78. And that makes a lot more sense because I watch – and for the true football fans out there like if you if you want a good uh, a good breakdown of, of nfl football um there's two guys i go to especially for the quarterback position i go to kurt warner he has quarterback quarterback qb confidential and then i go to jt o'sullivan who has the qb school both on youtube they both do a great job and i watched jt o'sullivan's breakdown of what went wrong in chicago uh, for the Bears against the Cleveland Browns. And that 0.78 seconds makes a lot of sense because literally he, he would take a snap and I don't want to pick on his right tackle, but his right tackle would immediately get beat or they wouldn't get a a, a chip by their running back. Or, you know, they, they had passing concepts and plays that just were kind of antiquated, old school passing plays that, that Nagy was running that, you know, you just don't want to run that doesn't give a young quarterback, you know, any, any options anywhere to throw the ball. So I think Detroit is is primed and ready to win this game knowing that look this may be a team that is actually within our our level of play. You go you go from the 49ers to the Packers to the Ravens. I mean that alone may be the the toughest 3 game stretch for any any NFL team to start the season. So yeah, I I'm shooting my I'm shooting my Lions and Bell right now but at the end of the day they are the a slightly better team they've been playing much more competitively and yes it is it seems like a little more of a square pick now but this is my upset pick of the week all right next game we have the carolina panthers the three and O carolina panthers visiting the two and one dallas cowboys the cowboys are four and a half point favorites and the over under is 15 and a half points the total has gone under in five of carolina's last five games uh, Carolina is also 5 and 0 against the spread in their last 5 games on the road. Dallas is 6 and 1 against the spread in their last 7 games overall, and the total has gone over in 9 of Dallas's last 11 games at home in Jerry's World. So Kyle, pick the winner.
1: I am I'm going to go Dallas. Okay, I'm going to go Dallas. Um, I think now this is also going to be my game of the week. All right, this could be my game of the week. Now, the reason for that is because I think this is going to be Carolina's very first challenge. Um, And I think they're going to I think one or two things happen. They either make this a great game. Um, I still think either or they come up, they come up short um, just because Dallas is playing out of their mind right now. It's at home. Um, But I think this is going to basically give us as fans a lot of answers on if Carolina is legit or not. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if Carolina and I think if Carolina does win this game, then we might next week we might be talking about some time yeah, those
0: those questions right are answered for yeah, sure
1: exactly exactly so um I, i'm calling this the, i'm calling this my game of the week just because um this is going to answer a lot of questions for carolina and honestly for dallas too um I, i'm picking them to win this game but they, they can this has seemed to happen a lot where dallas kind of starts off high all this hype over the summer and then it, they do what dallas does and kind of shut down So. Um, this is a you know in undefeated Carolina, who is going to come in here to prove something. So I'm gonna go Dallas, but it's also gonna be my game of the week.
0: I love it. Picks, pick the Picks. winner. I
2: mean, I just I just don't like the Cowboys. I mean, I think that's known. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they 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 came out and they kind of showed um, what was what with their offenses prowess last week. I feel like, especially in the terms of Dak Prescott and his ability to, like, decipher defenses and just really play like a veteran. You know, like, there, sometimes when certain quarterbacks come into play, you instantly feel like, okay, this game feels a bit more secure. It's slowing down a bit. Like, um, yeah, yeah. And I think Carolina's playing good. I'd love for them to upset the Cowboys, but Christian McCaffrey's out. It's going to be hard to to really, for their offense to um, make some noise without Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he only has one touchdown uh, right now in the season, but I feel like, well, one one rushing touchdown. Um, and then they do also have DJ Moore, but that's just probably not gonna be enough with all of the, I mean, if you watch the cowboys eagles games and you saw how um, Diggs was all up in every receiver's face, nobody could catch anything, he made Devontae Smith, Looked like a little kid um,
0: yeah he, he had he welcomed him to the nfl
2: yeah it was it was bad and it was sad um and yeah i'm gonna go ahead and uh i'm gonna go to dallas this time
0: yeah I'm, I'm rocking with dallas too i see this game being a 31 to 20 type of game um and i'm almost reluctant to i, I know dallas is going to be able to score it's whether or not Carolina can score. Um, Again, you mentioned it, Christian McCaffrey is out. Uh, They lost J.C. Horn, their first-round overall pick. Uh, They lost him last week. Um, Their defense, Carolina's defense, has played really well to begin the year. They've they've pressured the quarterback a lot. But when you have an offensive line and a a now-run game like the Dallas Cowboys – I have, because I, I was I was, I was was low on Zeke last week. He was my stock down player, but I told you guys he would have a good bounce back, and he did. So the Cowboys are able to run the ball. They're able to protect Dak. And like you said, Hicks, there is something about Dak where you feel like, all right, he can control this game. And whether he is down a, a couple scores, whether there's a bad play on defense, whether he just threw an interception, you feel like, hey, he's still going to keep us in the game somehow, some way. Uh, he's he has hit that upper echelon of quarterback, and he's going against Sam Darnold. That again, we st- they're three and zero, and we still have question marks about him. So what does that say? Uh, so I, yeah, I I see this game, you know, being close first half, but I think it turns into Dallas by you know double digits. So give me the Cowboys in that matchup. Next game we have the Indianapolis Colts visiting the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are a point and a half favorites and 42 and a half is the over under. The Colts are 6 and 2 straight up in their last 8 games when they play Miami. Miami is 6 and 1 against us. Miami is 6 and 1 against the spread in their last 7 games at home and the total has gone under in 4 of Miami's last 5 games when they play the Colts. So, Kyle, uh, I know you're a big Colts fan. Pick the winner.
1: I am, I am a big Colts fans uh, suffering in my sorrows over here, but it's okay. All right. It, it's okay. We'll be all right. Um, still 10 and seven in a playoff win. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're going for here. So um, saying that I am going to go Indy. Right, but it's really not even the fan in me this time. Um, I, t- I was real close to picking Miami. Um, I think Miami personnel wise doesn't have a better defense, but they've been playing a lot better. Um, and I think it makes sense that they are the favorite. Um, I don't know, just with the SAT six and two, I think Indy can finally get a win in here. Uh, Miami's got, they're coming off of back to back losses, and it's not, they were not okay losses either. I mean, they, they got blown out. Um, even this last week, we had a quarter, Colts had a quarterback without ankles. He had no ankles whatsoever. We still end up scoring 16 points. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, so, um, and we didn't get blown out 35 0. So for the fact, I think even I, I, if we're, if we got Carson Wentz playing on two broken ankles, um, I think Miami could win this. I'm going to pick Indy though, because I think that they are going to decide to go with Jacob Eason, who I think is, is going to be, even though he has a lower ceiling than Carson Wentz by a lot, um, on two broken or two, I keep saying broken sprain angles. Um, they may as well
0: it, be broken. They may playing. as
1: well. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so um, that, that was a big part of Carson Wentz's games that, you know, him running, him being a big body that's mm-hmm. really athletic. If he's really – if he takes away the athleticism, he's just another big Ben, man, you know? So so it, I, I wouldn't really take right now either. So I'm going to go the Colts. Um, and I think we can finally get this first dub out of the way.
2: I'm actually going to go with the Colts as well. Um, My because, man. I mean, I just – don't believe in the Dolphins, especially with Jacoby Brissett. And Jacoby Brissett's a good quarterback. He's proven that he can win places. Um, and you know, even even uh, last week they had it. They was really close to beating Las Vegas. Like they were right there. Um, but I just, for some reason, not even. I mean, obviously Tua beat him out because he's a first. He's a, he's a draft pick and everything. But um to you know Tua wasn't that great, I don't think she didn't look that great And Jacoby Brissett. Um, you know, he was behind him. He's, Jacoby Brissett did look good, but he wasn't ever a great player, and great players decline over time. So like players who look good probably, you know, decline a little bit faster. Um the Colts are actually, even though they're not doing well this season, um, they're actually like, you know. Tied for fifth place or really tied for um, third place with uh, turnovers. They have three turnovers right now or their turnover differential is three right now. So they're doing a really good job um, of like causing a ruckus on defense, I think. And with a uh, Jacoby reset coming in taking the offense they should be able to get a couple turnovers make some plays and go ahead and knock that first win out because they with with a strong quarterback they were kind of a team that people considered to be um uh, uh, to make a playoff run so I think they still got that in them and I'm going to get their first win
1: real quick you just also remember they are also facing uh their team quarterback that they faced for three years straight
2: yeah, yeah that's facts they, they played against that guy before
0: yep they have, and uh, I mean, I, I was almost gonna start with with a little bit of that. Maybe this is, I mean, tongue in cheek, but maybe this is a revenge game for uh, for Jacoby Brissett. You know, uh, coast got rid of him, and you know, picked up Carson Wentz because they thought he's gonna be this new shiny car. And you know, he's been a beat down Pinto this season. So, yeah, I mean, to me, this again, this is a toss up. Um, Miami's only a you know point and a half point, a one and a half point favorite at home. Typical spread for a home game, you know, neutral teams would be three. So they're saying that the Colts are a little bit better, uh, even on the road. And again, what's the stat? The Colts are six and two. Let me get that. The Colts are, yeah, six and two straight up in the last eight games when they play Miami. If they are starting Jacob Eason, and you guys know that for sure, are the Colts starting Jason, Jacob Eason?
1: No, they haven't announced anything yet, but I hope so.
0: It's kind of up in the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is, you, you're you literally just, just shooting in the dark on this one because you don't know who's going to start for the Colts. And Miami, you don't know what you're going to get out of Jacoby Brissett. Uh, give me the... <laughs> um,
1: Go ahead. Be different. My- Do it. You know you want to. <laughs>
0: well, Miami is 6-1 against the spread in the last seven games at home. Just saying. Uh, hey. to, I, if I had to lean on anything, I would take the under, to be honest. Uh, but... Since it's a low-scoring game, oh, my gosh. And I shouldn't even be taking this long. But give me Miami. I'm moving on. We're going with the Cleveland Browns, who are two-and-a-half-point favorites, and they are visiting the Minnesota Vikings. The over-under is set at 51-and-a-half. Kyle, pick the winner.
1: Yeah, so Cleveland, Minnesota. Um, I think this one's a little tough. Um, Which Kirk Cousins are we going to get? um i said last week like he was gonna he was gonna have a good week and he did you know so um this week i'm not feeling confident to be honest with you i think we might have another down day from cousins um cleveland's already stacked i think are they the favorite yeah they're the favorite um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go cleveland on that one uh just because again they're the, the vikings are so off and on they have no dalvin cook i don't think he's coming back this week uh which really sucks for my fantasy too second overall pick but um i think when he comes back minnesota is a completely different team without him i just don't see him beating the high power Cleveland.
2: um okay so the vikings to me like i keep saying kirk cousins is uh just you don't know what you're gonna get it's really weird that he went up there and beat uh rest at his house this is crazy it didn't they didn't need to it didn't mean anything um so that's probably why he did it but I feel like the Browns are still a good team. Um, I could could see the Vikings winning this, you know, Um, but my gut just wants me to go with the Browns. Um, Kirk Cousins is having a, a lot better year than Baker Mayfield. Kirk Cousins has 918 yards on the year and eight touchdowns. Bakes is like 780, two touchdowns and two picks. Kirk Cousins actually doesn't have an interception yet this year, so um, I don't know. I, I, I And then, not only that, um, the Vikings have actually played some pretty good teams. Uh, they played the Cardinals, who's a really good team. They, they barely lost to them. Um, they played Cincinnati, who's a pretty decent team. They lost to them by three points in overtime. And then they beat Seattle. Um, the Browns lost to the Chiefs, but other than that, I, I mean, Houston and Chicago don't really mean anything. um Maybe I'm going to change. Maybe I maybe I'm not going Browns.
0: <laughs> I think I'm
2: going Vikings for the for the talk yourself they, into they, it, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm going Vikings for the upset. Let's do
0: it. Okay. Yeah, technically that would be the upset because Cleveland Cleveland they are two and a half point favorites. This is another NFL classic of. That early season, you don't know what you're gonna really get from either team. Um, you know, low spread, close game. Um, to be honest, I gotta rock with Cleveland on this one. I I, I hate to take the road team in this matchup, to be quite honest. Um, but they're not traveling too far. The way that the Cleveland Browns can rush the passer and then they can run the ball, and that really helps protect Baker because he hasn't he doesn't have to do too much. And I know OBJ is back, so that's that's a boost for their offense. I really do like the Cleveland Browns. Like, I think they're a team that, you know, sometimes they're overhyped, especially with the names they have. But again, the way they can play defense, the way they can run the ball, the way that Baker has been relatively a safe quarterback, uh, more of a game manager, I think that bodes well for, you know, the type of team they can be and the type of team they were last year. And they kind of have continued that this season. Minnesota, you guys hit on it. You don't know what you're going to get from them. Are they going to be a plus team or are they going to be a, a, a F minus team? You don't know, right? Uh, so in Cleveland, is five and one against the spread in the last six games on a road, and four and one against the spread in the last five games overall. They got to win by a field goal. If you're talking the number, I give me the Browns here. They win this matchup. It is close um, because to me, if, if if Minnesota's down, then the Browns have a defense to keep them down if the Cleve, if the Browns are down in this game, their run game can, you know, help them sustain drives to get back into the game. And then Baker doesn't have to do too much. And he has a couple of weapons on the outside to where, you know, he can play action and make some plays on the edge. You know, he can make plays needed if they are down in this matchup. So um, I don't know, man, another toss up. But like I said, give me the Browns in this matchup. Next matchup, we have the New York Giants visiting the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are seven and a half point favorites. The over under is 43 and a half. The total has gone under in nine of the Giants last 10 games overall. The total has gone under in the last five games for New Orleans overall. And the total has gone over in six of New Orleans last seven games when they play the Giants at home. Those are all tricky stats, but kind of over under. Nothing on the spreads or nothing on the straight up. Kyle, pick the winner.
1: Uh, yeah. So this one, um, everything, all the stats, kind of how they're playing. Uh, everyone's, t- everything's telling me Saints. Um, I'm gonna go the opposite. I'm gonna go Giants. Now, i I feel like I said it last whoa, week. I think.
0: Uh uh-huh, huh. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So that <laughs> one. Now I kind of decided that last. I wanna say New Orleans. Um, I think they are probably the better team, to be honest with you. Um, but I kind of feel like after what happened with the Panthers and the Saints, I'm almost putting Jameis into that uh Kirk Cousins type of, you know, you don't really don't know what you're gonna True. get through. You know what I'm saying? True. You really just don't know what's gonna happen. Um, week one, amazing. Week two, awful. Week three, amazing. Maybe we might go back and forth here. So, saying with that, I'm going to go with the Giants. And I, I just because I think Jameis might have a really off game this week. I'm going
2: to take the Saints. I mean, I feel like they just came off of beating Bill Belichick. They've also, you know, even though week one is week one, they put a licking on Green Bay week one. Uh, he did flop, man. I don't know about that. That Carolina loss is a flop, but I don't know. The Giants i'm done with them. like i i just i can't see them here this year they're giving up 388 yards a game they just they don't have a, a lot of upside daniel jones can't run straight um he ran actually daniel jones is actually an athlete he, he he impresses me sometimes when he plays but it's not enough i'm going saints
0: yeah I'm, I'm going saints too i'll make it quick man like you said the saints have beat the pats they beat the packers and they lost in a divisional game on the road against a team that's three and zero. So that's easy. Give me the New Orleans Saints here. Next matchup will be the Tennessee Titans, who are seven and a half point favorites over the lowly New York Jets. The over under is set at 45 and a half. The total has gone over in seven of Tennessee's last eight games on a road. Tennessee is eight and one straight up in their last six games on the road as well. The total has gone under in six of New York's last seven games. And the Jets. I don't know how this stat is even. I don't know. Maybe they don't play often, or they haven't for a while. The Jets are nine and two against the spread in the last eleven games when they play Tennessee. But I think you can throw that out out, out the window. Kyle, pick the winner.
1: Yeah, man, this was easy. I mean, this is gonna be Tennessee. Um, the Jets are the Jets still. Um, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not kidding, man. It will surprise me if they win a game. Like, like it, it really will. Um, wouldn't be surprised if they. They with uh, the Lions, only own sixteen teams, right? The
0: Lions and the Browns. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think yeah. the New York Jets might actually get into the record books in something, and it might be that. Um, And the Titans' only loss was the Cardinals, who, again, is a good team and was week one. As a defensive coach, having week one always sucks because you have zero film on guys, zero ways to prepare. Um, Mm -hmm. So they've been getting better every week after that. We're going Titans easily.
2: Man, this is not even close. Zach Wilson has two touchdowns and seven interceptions.
0: Is, Is that good? Is that good? Is that good?
2: Man, the Jets lead rusher has 89 yards. You know how many yards Derrick Henry had last game? 113. So good lord. <laughs> it's week, so it's week two, he had 182. So listen, it's not gonna be a good game for the New York football jets. And I'm gonna go tight.
0: Yeah, this this was my uh, honorable mention for blowout of blowout of the week. I wanted to really take this, but I wanted to kind of surprise you guys with what I think could potentially be a, a really big blowout, a surprising one. But this will be this going to be up there. The Jets have absolutely nothing. You said it: two touchdowns and seven picks for rookie quarterback Zach Wilson. I think he's going to be good eventually, but it ain't this season, bro. They just don't have it. Just have nothing. Yeah, and actually, I'm rooting for them to go 0-16, so we can add more teams to that 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 sorry list of teams that are going 0-16. I was happy when the Browns did it, so my Lions weren't the only team. So, Jets, good luck, man. If you're a Jets fan, I I don't actually I don't feel sorry for you if you're a Jets fan because I've been a Lions fan for a long time and I had to suffer all, through all of this stuff. So, uh, Titans win big in this matchup next game we have the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Philadelphia Eagles uh, Kansas City is seven and a half point favorites over Philadelphia in the over under is set at 54 and a half Kansas City is 11 and two straight up in the last 13 games on the road Philadelphia is four and one against the spread in their last five games at home the total has gone under in five of Philadelphia's last six games when they play at home Kyle pick the winner
1: yeah, so this one, um, I'm, I am i am going to go KC, um, but I can almost guarantee you they ain't covering seven and a half, all right? Because they're supposed to. They're supposed to cover seven and a half. And what do the Chiefs do when they're supposed to do something? They don't do it, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, that just, just is what it always comes down to. The only difference so far that I've seen from this year than last year is that last year when they didn't cover, they still won, all right? This year with being one and two. I mean, now I don't see them being one and three, the Kansas City, excuse me, one and three. I that that would blow my mind, okay. And because of how the, the tough loss that Philadelphia came from from uh, the Cowboys last week, I think they grind this game out. I think they make it a good game, but ultimately, I think KC will take this one most likely with like 50 seconds left in the clock. Um, <laughs> it, it just it's how it always happens. So I'm gonna go Casey, uh-huh. um, but they don't cover. It.
0: Uh,
2: I'm gonna make this really quick. Um, the <laughs> Eagles are not going to win this game. We don't have an offensive line. Um, we literally have like three guys made up on the offensive line. Um, our leading rusher is also our leading passer. It's just our. So, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, that's, that's not good for your team. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, Kansas City just came off a loss. So they're looking to avenge. So regretfully, uh, go Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the the Eagles' their only win this season was Week One against the Falcons, who are zero and three. Like, I, I I know we I know it's your team, Hicks, and I and I know it, it was a you know good Week One story, but I mean the Eagles, the Eagles are weren't supposed weren't supposed to make the playoffs this year. They were supposed to be at the, vo- the bottom of their division this year, like, and it's it is starting to play out that way. And KC, quite frankly, they they have to win this game. Like this is a must, must win for Patrick Mahomes and crew. I know Andy Reid is he had some health complications uh, during last week's game. After the game, he had to go to the hospital, something like that. Um, and I just think this team rallies and they understand the importance and the magnitude of, of this game, and they should win this game. This should be a layup for them. So this actually this now that I think about it, this has potential of blowout of the week. Um, so give me Casey in this matchup. Next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals visiting the LA Rams. It's a great matchup. The Rams are four and a half point favorites, and the over-under is 54 and a half. The total has gone under in five of Arizona's last five games on the road, So their last five overall on the road they, they've gone under. The Rams are five and old straight up in their last five games when they play the Cardinals. The total has gone over in the last five games for the Rams. Kyle, pick the winner.
1: Yes, sir. So in this one, um, I think, well, first off, I forgot to say it earlier, uh, the Tennessee over Jets, that is going to be my blowout pick of the week. Um, This one was my honorable mention for game of the week. I think it's going to be a really great game. But the reason why they picked it for that is because I think it's going to be the highest scoring game of the week. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I am going to take the LA Rams. They're still my number one in my power ranking. Um, I think there's potential. We got to wait till the house, see how the rest of these games go out. But they potentially are the last undefeated team in the NFL after this
0: week. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I can see that.
2: I actually was going to have this as my high-scoring game of the week and my game of the week. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, It sucks that it's not a primetime game, right? But it is what it is. But we'll get to Mm -hmm. see some good football in the middle of the day. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and I always like to go with... um, Veteranism over. Um, yep, that's
0: your thing. You, know, you like the veteran quarterbacks you, over the. Yep. So I'm gonna go Rams. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean this this probably should be a primetime game. Uh, looking at this matchup, Arizona, they're able to obviously score the ball. Um, they're not great on defense, but they can pressure the quarterback when needed. The Rams have just been, again, number one overall in in all of our power rankings, especially after last week. They're back at home. This is a divisional game and divisional games at home mean the most for NFL teams. And they completely understand that. And Sean McVay, he understands that. Matt Stafford, who's in the best position of his life, he understands that. So I'm going with the Rams in this matchup. Next game will be the Seattle Seahawks visiting the San Francisco 49ers 49ers are three point favors at home and the over under is set at 52 and a half Seattle was 13 and two straight up in the last 15 games when they play the 49ers and the total has gone over in five of San Francisco's last six games when they play against the Seahawks Kyle pick the winner
1: uh, the winner, Seattle versus San Fran. Uh, I'm going, I'm going to go Seattle, to be honest. Um, mm. I've been openly mm. not the biggest on Russ Wilson. Yeah, I, I'm, I haven't been openly really the biggest on him. Um, but I mean, he still is a baller, um, especially after that, what was it, that tough loss to the Vikings. Um, he, the, Russ is a natural leader. Um, he's going to bounce back. He's going to bring these guys back up. I don't know. I just think there's there's not many times that, that Russ Wilson Seahawks really lose twice in a row. You know, so um, I'm gonna go Seahawks on this one. I think it is gonna be a decently close game, but I don't know. I think the 49ers gonna be surprised in this one, kind of just come out a little flat. Um, and I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give this one to Seattle.
2: Okay, this is actually gonna be <clears throat> my close game of the week. Uh, they they always just grind it out. It's a rivalry. Um, I think it's just one of those games, but I'm gonna go with San Francisco. Is it is it silly if I go with San Francisco? I, I know that no, no, uh, Russell just came out. they're the favorites logs. too. Um, and, but I just feel like they got something going, um, and they they kind of with Debo Samuel they got a, a nice,
0: I don't know, a nice something. So um, I'm gonna go with San Francisco. Yeah, and th- this game for me has the potential to be the highest scoring game uh, of the week. Seattle doesn't play any, uh, they don't play a lick of defense. In San Francisco, their defense is a bit overhyped. Uh, the total is set at 52 and a half points. So fans out there, if you listen to our show, which I know a lot of people do, and they want they want you know tips for the game so they can make their picks, I do see this as a game is, um, that would be very high scoring. This is a, correct me if I'm wrong, this is a divisional matchup as well, right? Both NFC West teams, they have to be.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yes,
0: yes, and I just talked about this with the last matchup actually. Yeah, the last two matchups have been both all four teams are the NFC West teams. I talked about the importance of home games when you're playing a divisional matchup highly important. Um, So with that being said, I love Russell Wilson. I don't know how you don't Kyle, but I love Russell Wilson and I love him because of games like this. You guys watch Seattle if they can just make second half adjustments because the last two matchups they've lost. They 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 have blown halftime leads. So as long as they can get off to a hot start and they can make some second half adjustments against a team that, yes, it, it will be tough against the 49ers. Uh, you guys mentioned Debo Samuels. He he, along with Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup, they are they are tied with nine receptions of 15 plus yards or more. So. Jimmy G, he's getting Debo Samuels the ball. They got Brandon Ayuk. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. Obviously, they got Kittle. But for some reason, man, to me, this is a game that is going to be high scoring. Russell Wilson is going to be running around for his life, but he's going to be running around and making plays. Give me the Seattle Seahawks in this game in in a very close, a very high scoring matchup, a very entertaining game as well next game we have the baltimore ravens visiting the denver broncos the broncos are a one point favorite in this matchup and the over under is set at 44 and a half points the total has gone under in four of baltimore's last five games on a row total has also gone under in four of denver's last five games overall baltimore is eight and two straight up in the last 10 games and denver is four and one against the spread in the last five games kyle pick the winner
1: Hmm. This was a little tough. Um, this is another game that we are finally going to get some answers from Denver, too, just like the Panthers game. Um, hmm. I really, really, really want to say Baltimore.
0: Can Lamar do it again? Can he can put on the tape?
1: It, yeah. Can he do it again? Because the thing is, like I said, right now with all the running backs out and um, I don't think Hollywood Brown is really like playing to. They weren't really receivers that have been playing up to their hype, at least I, I think. Um, not that they have been doing bad. Just, just expecting more. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm gonna go Denver, man. I, I do. Um, this, is what this is at, at Denver, right? They said
0: this is this is yep, yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, the high altitude over there. You know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Denver. Um, I, I think Lamar just can't do it himself every single week. Denver still is still an undefeated team. Um, Baltimore is not. Uh, so I'm, as much as I think they have the better guy in their center, um, I think they're still kind of similar. I'm going to go Denver on this and go the undefeated team. Um, I think Lamar just needs a little more help, just just a little bit um, to do it week in and week out. Well, I think that
2: uh, the Ravens have had so many close games. You know what I mean? I, could, I, I just – I still don't think the Broncos have nothing. Like, they haven't played anybody. I think they're the biggest pretending – undefeated team lamar should come out here and i mean i guess do what he's been doing to all the actual good teams but the interesting thing is that it's a battle of the L quarterbacks
0: Teddy mm-hmm. Bridgewater and lamar throw your Jackson. l's up so, throw your l's up um
2: maybe teddy bridge could come out here and do something you know the ravens are actually in the same situation as the eagles where their leading rusher is their leading passer so um I, I said that that wasn't a good situation but I don't know. This is the I, one I,
0: situation where it is good.
2: Yeah, this is the <laughs> one situation where that probably is, is still okay. So, and yeah. there are all the running backs that hurt. So, I'm going to go uh, Ravens on this one.
0: Two, two prominent questions we've had for this game. Can Lamar Jackson put on the cape again? I don't know. Um, we'll see. Also, you know, with, with the Broncos, are they for real? That's the question. I would – I would have more of a question of whether or not the Broncos are making a step up in this matchup if they had to travel to Baltimore. But Since this game is is in Denver, it's in Mile High Stadium, uh, we know the altitude and how that can affect players. Lamar Jackson has been running for his life for the last three weeks. I think that Denver makes a statement in this game, especially their defense. They've been playing. They've been playing balls out on defense. I think they they fly around at home. Von Miller is kind of back to the Von Miller he he, he once was a few years ago. You have uh, Bradley Chubb, um, who was playing up to his his first round potential, and I and I really think Teddy Two Gloves is is ready to prove that. I'm not only a starting quarterback in the NFL, but I'm a starting quarterback for a good playoff team in the NFL. Something that he was on his way of proving in Minnesota before he tore his knee up. So I like Denver at home. I like the defense to rally. Give me the Broncos. All right. Next game, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers visiting the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are six and a half point favorites in this matchup, and the total is set at 45 and a half points. Pittsburgh is five and one straight up in their last six games when they play Green Bay. Green Bay is 15 and two straight up in the last 17 games at home. That's a phenomenal stat. The total has gone over in five of Pittsburgh's last six games when they play Green Bay. And the total has gone over in six of Green Bay's last seven games overall. Kyle, pick the winner.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna go with my boy, Aaron Rodgers on this one. Um, Steelers haven't been looking great, man. They just really have not been looking good. They had that um obviously that week one win um in Buffalo, which was really impressive. Um, but since then, like, like I just said, all right, as a defensive coach, I know week one always sucks. There's no film. There's there's you have to prepare for literally any possible scenario that there is. Um so week one's always a challenge. I don't really want to judge much off of that. Um it more off like with their loss with the Raiders, who again, is a good team, but um, everything's been close with them and then the Bengals, who is my stock up team, but, um, I, I don't think they're here to like compete for any Super Bowls, you know, which which at the Steeler organization in Pittsburgh, that's, that's what, what they're expecting, you know? So, um, saying that I'm gonna go Packers, um, I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna keep getting better and better. Um, he'll have some, they'll, they'll have some off games. I don't think they're gonna, think the Packers will lose more than two or three games this year, but, um, it ain't gonna be this one. I, I'm gonna go Packers.
2: I am also gonna go Packers. Um, I don't know. I I feel like Aaron Rodgers kind of came out, showed that everybody counted him out, and that made it, you know, any type of motivation to people is always a a good thing, usually in their favor. So people counted him out. He came out with more motivation in these last couple games. Devontae Adams, like I told you, he's performing well. Um, And the Steelers, with T.J. White being out, Schuster being out, like these are some of the, the primetime people. And they, I mean, they're not out, with their are questionable. Um, and like, they just had, they're kind of banged up. Did y'all see that clip of Ben Roethlisberger falling down the ground?
1: Oh my uh, God, dude, that was so funny. He looks kind of- I hot didn't see packed. it. I didn't see it. <laughs> it's just,
2: it's, it's looking bad for, for the Steelers. <laughs> um, I think it gets worse from here on out. Ben's got three touchdowns and three interceptions. I'm going with it, the pack.
0: Yes, I'm going with the pack Dangerous. as well. Yeah, yes.
1: Imagine watching your six-year-old son playing quarterback and throw the ball and trip over his shoelace. That's Big bad. I'm not kidding.
0: (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy. I got to get on Twitter and see that. Yeah, Yeah, this this matchup, and I'm surprised that I haven't seen it yet as much as I'm on Twitter. Hey, if you're on Twitter, tweet at me. Shout me out, man. Uh, I'll give you a follow back. But this was very close, a close second to being my blowout of the week. I feel like the Green Bay Packers at home, and let me read this stat again. The Green Bay Packers are 15-2 and in their last 17 games at home. They don't lose home games. That's, what is that, 15-2, 17, so let's say you get eight home games a year. That's losing one home game over the last two seasons. Like, that is amazing. I don't see the Steelers keeping it close. Again, shout out to my former offensive coordinator in college, Matt Canada. Shout out to you. Um, but I do not see the Steelers keeping it close. And I think if 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 you take the name and the recognition of the Steelers off of their jerseys, a lot of these guys are average players, man. They really are. And, and, and the, the Steelers, what, what are they known for? Defense? Defense? Their defense has been a little spotty this this year they're known for toughness in the run game they really can't run the ball this year i think it was um big ben he had to throw the ball if i'm reading this correctly i think he had to throw the ball nearly 60 times last game like Whew. like that's a lot that's a lot so this is very 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 close to being my blowout of the week i think the green bay packers put a whooping On the Steelers, and I don't don't think it's close after the first three minutes of this game. All right, next matchup, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are seven point favorites over the New England Patriots. Uh, The total here is forty nine and a half points. Tampa Bay is ten and one straight up in the last 11 games overall. They're also eight and one straight up in their last nine games on the road. And the total has gone under in seven of New England's last eight games when they play Tampa Bay. Kyle, pick the winner.
1: Yes, sir. So this is Mr. Tommy Boy's uh, first first day back in Foxborough. Um, <laughs> they're, you know, they're going to welcome him in um, as New England, you know, obviously always does to their guys. They love when they come in, but as uh, soon as that, as soon as that clock starts, you know, they're 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 the enemy, you know. So mm-hmm. I think Tom Brady, I think he's going to have one of the loudest games that he might have, possibly has been a part of. Um, but I, he's still gonna take the dub, all right? He's gonna go in there, he's gonna show what, what they're missing. Um, he's gonna show Mac Jones, you know, like, <laughs> uh, he ain't him yet, all right? Um, I think I think it'll be a good game too. Just to still Bill Belichick. I mean, he know who knows Tom better. You know what I'm saying. Um, so I think saying that they're going to play well against against Tom Brady's little weaknesses that he has. But saying that Tampa Bay still going they still have the better roster. They still have the more experienced um, quarterback. Uh, still Mac Jones only his fourth you know, what fourth game. So uh, Tampa Bay taking taking this one probably covering too.
2: Uh, I I gotta go. Do- Tampa Bay all the way. I don't even think this is really gonna be a good game, especially because Tom Brady knows everything they're gonna do. I mean, with, yeah. he 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 came from here. That's his team. He's gonna be in his house. He's gonna want to show out. They're
0: actually probably gonna be cheering for him as well, not maybe for the team. He's gonna get probably to get the same though. ball boy to kind of you know deflate the balls a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, well,
2: you know, I don't know. It, it, it's gonna be bucks and bucks big. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's my story. I'll
0: yes, talking. yes, yes. I agree with you, Hicks and Kyle. This game hits, uh, checks off a couple boxes for me. This is the game of the week for me. I love that. Again, Brady is visiting Foxborough for the first time to face Belichick and the Pats. Enough said there. This is kind of like, in a way, LeBron going back to Cleveland first time. So it's going to be a high emotional game. This game will be my highest scoring game of the, of the week and that is solely because i see tom brady hanging 50 on the patriots i think tom brady would tom brady would like nothing more to again they just lost last week so now you about to catch a heated brady going back to foxborough where again you guys talked about it i mean arguably the the most magical run in maybe all of sports over the last 20 years with the patriots he would love nothing more to hang fifty on Bill Belichick and his defense and his team and, and his new quote unquote, you know, Tom Brady replacement. No, nah, I, I don't see that. This would be my highest scoring game. This would be my blowout of the week. And I, and I like. I'm not even going to name a score for you. I see this being fifty-two to seventeen type of game. And I think I think the Pats would be lucky if they get seventeen. Lucky. And then you go and get Brady. He's going to add a few more weapons to his team for next week. So things are looking good in Tampa Bay. And I I think the Bucs knock down the Patriots back down to earth. Last matchup of the week, the Monday night matchup, we have the Las Vegas Raiders visiting the L.A. Chargers. This could be the Coach T-Bowl easily because both these teams are teams that I absolutely love. I love both of these quarterbacks. Uh, a few trends in this matchup. First of all, the Chargers are three and a half point favorites in this matchup. And the over-under is set at 52 and a half. The total has gone over in seven of Las Vegas' last eight games. Um, Las Vegas is six and one straight up in their last seven games on the road. And the Chargers are six and one against the spread. And six and one straight up in their last seven games overall. It's going to be a wonderful matchup for Monday night. Kyle, pick the winner.
1: Yeah, this is this is gonna be a good game, man. This, this is gonna be um, divisional. Uh, I think two and two. I don't really see the Raiders being able to go four and zero, and the Chargers two and two. That just that that sounds really odd to me. Um, now, as much as I think it could happen because the Raiders have obviously won games already this year that they ha- should have not won, um, this could easily be one of those again. Um, but Justin Herbert, I mean, he just came off a monstrous game, man. He just seems to be getting better every week. I think I'm gonna go to the Chargers. Um, I think they tied his divisional up, 3-1, 3-1. Um, and I, obviously to see what happens with the Broncos, they might even take take the head of it. Um, I think Justin Herbert is just overpowered. I think they might be the better team, maybe, even though the Raiders might've been playing a little better right now, or at least finding a way to win a little better. that's That's more accurate. Um, but this where where is this at, you said?
0: This game will be
1: in LA. LA? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go home team. Um I don't think Raiders comes in there and wins this game. I'm gonna go Chargers.
2: Me too. I'm gonna go Chargers. With this is Monday night football, right? Yes. Um, so it's gonna be prime time, West Coast. A lot teams, of fireworks. Yep. You know what I mean? Raiders coming back to LA. But mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, Justin Herbert take wins this one. I think that just goes to show you know him being able to win a a big game against an opponent that is on a roll and then like think about well even though the eagles have a banged up off the line but think about like your jalen hurts and your um justin fields and these other players um and maybe they're not really all the way comparable to, to herbert because they're rookies but I, I can't even think of anybody right now but just or maybe even a Taylor Heineke, and think about Justin Fields performing. Oh my God! If I hear a Taylor team,
0: Heineke one more time, <laughs> one more but,
2: time. But no, but just think about I'm how I'm how you. good Derek Carr, or I'm sorry, how good Justin Herbert is to be a like second year guy who's able to beat a team undefeated, prime time, and none of those other quarterbacks that I just named could probably do that. And so, so I think that says a lot about him. Um, and I'm gonna go Chargers.
0: Yes, I'm gonna join you guys with the Chargers. You guys know I love both both of these teams. Uh, a little bit of a side note: Do the Los Angeles Chargers do they have the best jerseys in in, in football right now? Like those powder blue pants with the white tops and the and the and, and, and the yellow? are oh, so clean, bro. They
1: are so
0: clean, clean, man. Um, they're back home for this one. This is a third game, which I'm I've, I've hit on this point. This is a divisional game. This is a home game for the for the Chargers. It is of utmost importance for them to win this game. Especially when you talk about being able to tie the division up and you know possibly get a, a tiebreaker, you know, down the road. So this is, I hate to use the word must win, but if, if I'm a coach for the Los Angeles Chargers, I know the, imp- the importance of this game. And I want to stress that to my players. And I really shouldn't have to stress that much because they, they should understand the importance of, of this matchup at home. Give me the Chargers. Um, this, to me, this will be, this has all the makings. Being a Monday night game, as you guys mentioned, two West Coast teams, I think this game goes into overtime, and I think there are right. an abundance of points scored in this matchup. I don't see any defense stopping any of these offenses, and you guys know I love both of these both of these teams, both of these quarterbacks that were high on my list. Justin Herbert, um, I remember some people laughing at me when I said he's going to be a top five quarterback of 2021. Look who's laughing now. So I, I, I really feel like the Chargers understand the importance of this game. They win this at home. High scoring matchup, fun game to watch. And I cannot wait for this game on Monday night. So that'll wrap it up for us. Um, this has been fun as always. The NFL season is heating up. Um, our show is heating up. Please like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. We're on YouTube. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're on obviously you know all your podcast platforms, your Spotify, your, your Apple and all that stuff. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for what the future holds for this show. And, and, and again, the, the better the games are, the better we can we can produce content for you guys. So, Kyle, Hicks, you guys have anything to say?
1: Hey, man, I'll just say we are going into week four, 17 weeks. That means we are about to be a quarter of the way done. Um, it's going mm. by fast. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun, though. Hope you guys, you fans out there are having fun listening. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just ready to keep this going
2: yeah man and then just keep uh subscribing to the show sharing the show listening to the show tell your people's uh you know we enjoy y'all ingesting and taking part of the show with us so everybody uh uh, yeah shout out to uh y'all shout out to uh, coach t shout out to kyle it's been a good time let's keep it rolling for the rest of the season and uh see y'all next week
0: yes and let's keep it rolling and if you want more nfl content please check out hicks's show the yo and hicks picks they do a great job as well um just even more content and information if you're an nfl head like we are uh hopefully this show does help the people like we made a joke about this last week but if you got your parlays you got your money line you got your upsets you got your over-unders hopefully we're helping with that again not a betting show but if we can help we can help you make a little cheddar a little money you know More power to you. So from us to you, this is me, Coach T. Keep showing us love. Keep rocking with us. We'll keep bringing you that funk. Peace.